I want us today to look into the situation of a woman that involved struggle, obedience, and trust in God that led to a great blessing in her life. If you listen and you put some obedience in the middle of your struggle, God is going to turn those things you were stressing about into blessings that you talk about. Everybody living has to struggle. And I believe all of us at one time or another have said that the struggle is real. So we should all be able to identify with this woman once I read the text. Please focus on 1 Kings chapter 17 and verse 12. The Bible says, and she said, as the Lord thy God lives, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. That's a jar for all those who don't know. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and die. I don't have a cake. I barely have enough of anything and I'm still trying to get everything I need. And after that, me and my son are going to die. Anybody struggling? Anybody have some negativities in their life that they don't know what to do about? You don't know how you're going to get out of this thing? Well, this woman's case was very dire. On top of a famine, which lasted three years and six months, this woman had the same struggle that many people have today. COVID is not like the famine she dealt with, but COVID is shutting everything down and the bill collectors are still calling. The rent is still due. We didn't have enough to begin with, and yet more is required than we can give. So you have to feel me when I say that the struggle is real. It's one thing to deal with a major pandemic but when you suffer from being totally used up and not having enough of anything, you might understand that the struggle is really real. Things were very uncertain for the people then. In the midst of a severe drought and famine, the people of that entire land were facing a pandemic. There was no water, food was scarce, 
And everybody, including Elijah, the prophet of God, needed help. Times were so bad for Elijah that the Bible says God had to intervene and send ravens to bring him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. If you work for God, God will cause nature itself to work for you. Jesus. Now, ravens were considered to be and really are unclean birds, and they are not acceptable to eat. And I believe that means God just might send you a word through an unclean vessel like a raven. God could have sent angels. But he chose to show that he can serve his purposes using whatever and whoever he pleases. He can get his job done using things that men may detest. So we can't look down on anything or anybody when God gets involved because God can turn anything around. Elijah was struggling and didn't have anything but God's favor. It's interesting that you can have God's favor, but still have to struggle. Have you ever known that you were favored by God, but at the same time wondered, why do I have to struggle. All these negative situations and struggles that come upon us are sometimes allowed because they are setups for what God wants to do in our lives. They're set up for the greater blessings that God wants to bring into our lives. You see, there was this little widow woman who was commanded by God to do something, but the issue was that this woman was in a struggle. The struggle was real, and the struggle still is real today. Now, I said she was commanded or called by God to do something, and I only say that because you can be saved, you can be favored, You can be called, you can be blessed and commanded, but still have to struggle. The struggle is real for everybody. I don't care how much favor you got, you still have to struggle. So God directs Elijah to this woman and he speaks the words that God told him to speak and those are the words that lead To our text, Elijah sees the woman and he tells the woman or he asks the woman, can I have a drink of water? As the woman who had her own struggles, her own lack, her own pains, her own negativities, as she was going to get it, Elijah says, oh yeah, can you bring me some bread Two. Some of y'all would have said, man, you need to be glad you just 
get in the water and you want some bread too? She replies, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I'm gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for my son and I that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first and bring it unto me and after make for thee and for thy son. Then at verse 14, it says, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, the jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. You see, God chose this woman for more than a miracle. He chose her to serve in a situation where it was almost impossible to serve. And some of y'all understand what I'm talking about because things are required of you, but you feel like you don't even have enough just to stand where you are. All this woman had was a handful of meal, a little oil in a jar, and she hadn't even finished gathering the sticks. But once she got it all together, her and her son were going to eat it and die. It's hard to trust God when your situations are so bad that you think you're going to die. This woman didn't have any hope beyond what she had in her possession and God showed up and required that. Some of y'all would have been throwing all kinds of sticks and rocks at Elijah if he showed up telling you to make him a small loaf before you made your child and yourself one and then died. Earrings would have been coming off. Shoes would have been coming off. Oh, no, he didn't tell me to disregard my child and myself and make him a cake first. But one thing about God you need to know is God always requires obedience and he always requires you to step out on faith. I don't know what you're dealing with right now. I don't know how bad it hurts, but I dare you to trust God and step out on faith. Disregard the situation and just reach up and lift your hands towards heaven. All this woman had was some meal, a little oil, but do you know what God can do with some meal and a little oil? She only had enough for the moment, but she trusted God in the moment. She trusted the word of God, and afterwards, she received the multiplication of the meal and of the oil. So from this, we see that Obedience to God always yields blessings. And you can never go wrong being in service to God or and his children. This woman, the Bible says, and her son ate for many days because of her obedience and the fact that she stepped out on faith. 
So whatever lack you got in your life, if you step out on faith, God will be your provider. Whatever sickness you got in your body, if you step out on faith, God will be your healer. If you're lonely, God will be a friend that stays closer than a brother. You just have to step out on faith. Jesus, Elijah listened and obeyed and was blessed. The woman listened and obeyed and acted on her faith, and she was blessed. And if you listen and obey God and step out on your faith, you will be blessed, you will be delivered, you will be lifted. Jesus, Jesus, if we obey God and take him at his word, he promises to watch over us, take care of us, and fulfill our needs. If you know God like I do, clap your hands because you know he is a need filler, he's a provider, he's a healer. Whatever you need God to be, he will be that in your life. The funny thing about this woman and her son is that the Bible says that they ate for many days in the midst of a pandemic. And that's a great picture of God's favor. In the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic, God has brought you to the point that you were at. It has been God's grace and mercy that have brought you through it. On top of the pandemic, we all have our own personal problems and our own issues but we don't have to just stop because of those issues and hang it up we don't have to quit but we can step out on faith and stand on the word of God and we will find favor in the famines of life we don't have to quit the Bible says be not weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap if we don't faint we shall reap if we don't allow these situations to kill us. So be not weary in well-doing no matter how bad it gets. Be not weary in well-doing no matter how bad it hurts. Be not weary in well-doing no matter what you lack. Because if you hear and obey the voice of God, God's favor will bless you in this life and the next. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's going to turn something around for someone. Jesus. You know your faith is shown by your obedience. And your obedience guarantees that God will always respond in favor of you. You know your obedience to God is the only proof of your love for God. So let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Your obedience is rewarded with supernatural protection. Your obedience and faithfulness guarantees blessings from God. Your obedience to the word of God creates increased favor in your life. So when you at the end of your rope and God shows up and requires the little bit of rope you have left, give it to him because his math, 
is better than yours. His addition is better than yours. His multiplication is better than yours. Just like this woman needed her last. There was a little boy one day who sat listening to Jesus preach. All of the people who were listening to Jesus were struck by extreme hunger. And you know when a large group of people gets hungry, that's just like a pandemic. But this little boy was brought to Jesus' attention and he was the only one out of all of those people with some food. So this boy had a choice. He could have ate his lunch for himself or he could have gave it to God. This little boy chose to give his lunch to Jesus. The boy gave it, Jesus blessed it, then multiplied it, and everybody was blessed and fed. The widow woman gave at the word of God first, God blessed her a little bit and multiplied it. The boy gave to God, God multiplied what he gave him, and everybody was blessed. So the moral of this story is when you hit rock bottom and there's nothing to trust in, you trust in God. When you get to the end of your rope, give the end of your rope to God. When you get down to your last, look to the word of God and you will see your help coming. God knows how to use the little bit you got better than you do and he can increase it. Jesus, she was going to eat her little bit and die. And when she gave her little bit to Jesus, she ate for many days in the midst of struggle. So I would say trust God and don't base life on the struggles that you see. Just base it on the fact that God will take care of you. Just base it on the fact that God will turn it around. Listen to God in the midst of your struggles. Obey his voice and his word in the midst of your struggles. Serve him even when you down to your last in the midst of your struggle and he will bring increase. He will bring a miracle. He'll bring a blessing into your life. This woman only had a little bit of meal and only a little bit of oil and was in the process of gathering two sticks. Once it was gone, she could not look forward to anything but death. Someone here today feels like this woman. You only have a little bit of faith. You only have just a little bit of patience. But do you know what God can do with a little bit of faith, a little bit of patience? Do you know what God can do with the little bit that you're living on? Well, keep trusting God in the midst of your struggles. Yes, the struggle is real, but it is not more real than God. The struggle can't hurt more than God can heal. Jesus, somebody needs to put your hands together for that. Because even though you're struggling, you serve a merciful God. You serve a graceful God that will meet you in your struggle. If he doesn't deliver you out of the struggle, he'll give you the grace to walk through. 
the struggle. So whatever you're dealing with, understand that God can take the little bit you have and bring increase in to your life. At the beginning of the text, maybe you noticed, this woman said, as sure as the Lord thy God lives. If you look into this chapter in 1 Kings, you'll realize that God was not this woman's God. God was Elijah's God. It could be said in one sense that this woman was not a believer. But the funny thing about this woman who supposedly did not know God, she said, as sure as the Lord thy God lives. Jesus, this woman acknowledged God in the midst of her struggle. And if you acknowledge God in the midst of your struggles, the Bible says he will direct your path. One thing about God, he always sustains his creation. And to think that God is incapable of sustaining you denies his omnipotence. To think that God would not choose to sustain you denies the very nature of God as love. So trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Understand that when you are spent, when you are used up, and you don't even have enough to make it or enough to take another step, you don't have to lose heart because the psalmist said, I would have lost heart unless I had believed I'd see the goodness of God in the land of the living. So when you hit a struggle, just start looking up. Just start looking to the word of God and you will see your help on the horizon and when you see your help you just lift your hands up and throw your head back and give God some praise Jesus 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 cast your cares on him for he cares for you cast your situation on him for he cares for you we're all dealing with something in life and it makes it so much easier to have a God that you can have faith in. It makes it so much easier to have a God that cares for you. God's eyes are on you. So as you struggle, don't let the struggle make you quit but let the struggle allow you to step out on faith and see what new things God is going to do in your life through, through the struggle. Most people get mad when they see struggles coming. But from this story, you know that you can now look to the hills from which comes your help because all of your help, all of your substance, all of your healing, all of your peace, 
is coming from the Lord. Jesus. 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 They told me that whenever you preach, at the end of every message, there's supposed to be a period of celebration. And some of y'all are standing looking at me saying, well, man, you, you ain't gave us, you didn't give us nothing yet. But when you understand this woman's real situation, and then you understand how similar it is to what we're dealing with now. COVID-19 is not a famine, but it's taking people out of here like it was a famine. But God has been faithful in bringing us from there to here. It was David that said, who am I and what is my house that the Lord has brought me this far? Is there anyone that can just look back these 17, 18 months and you couldn't even see to this point? You, you, you didn't even know you would be here right now. You see, that's the state that this woman was in. I'm gathering this stuff. I, I haven't even finished gathering everything I need to go die. This woman didn't have what she needed. But last year, you could see your life fold out. There were things that you didn't have, but God was faithful. God was faithful. God was faithful. So many have fallen and went to sleep, but God was faithful. You didn't have what you needed, but God was faithful. You didn't think you would make it, but God was faithful. So right at that fact, I think we all need to put our hands together for God's faithfulness. We need to celebrate God's faithfulness. We need to let him know how thankful we are for bringing us through. God, you're so faithful. We couldn't have made it without you. It was you that brought me this far, and I would not have made it without you. Give God some praise for what he's done in your life because you would be dead without the presence of God in your life. You wouldn't have anything. You wouldn't be anything. You wouldn't be anywhere. But all of us are what we are because God, because God, because God, because God. We don't have to gather a few sticks and die. We don't have to focus on the little bit we have and then die. Because God sent Jesus into our lives and Jesus said, I have come that they might have life and that they might have it, Jesus, more abundantly. Is anybody happy for the abundant life? Is anybody happy for the abundant life? 
On this side of things, we suffer lack. But on the other side of things, we have abundant life. Everyone stand to your feet. Put your hands together for God's word. Put your hands together. Jesus has a lift for your lack. So whatever you're lacking, understand that Jesus can fulfill every need you have. Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and whoever should believe on him should not perish but have everlasting life. This woman was not a Jew, but she said, as sure as the Lord thy God lives, she acknowledged God. I believe she believed in God. And the end of this story shows that John 3.16 is true. Someone needs Jesus in their life. You've tried it without him and it has not worked. You wake up every morning with a weight on your chest. But Jesus has a burden that's pretty easy and a yoke that is very light. And if you take up the yoke of Jesus on your life, You'll know him to be a miracle worker in your life. He'll pull you out of your sin. He'll pull you through the struggle. But most of all, you won't have to die. You won't have to go to the grave and stay there. But when you hit that last moment of your life, you will walk straight into the presence of almighty God. The struggle is worth it when you know what kind of reward you have on the back end of it. So please pray this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending your son to die and rise again on the third day. Because of this, salvation is available to me. So, Father, forgive me for my sins. Clean my heart. Create in me a new mind. And send Jesus into my heart. Thank you for the change. Thank you for the lift. Thank you for the provision. Thank you for the salvation. And thank you for sticking your hand into my life. Jesus, praise God for his word.